Welcome to this week's FoxCast, and it's a special one, too. A very, very, very funny lady who's been a tremendous influence in every female comic who's come down the pike in the last 30, 40, I won't say 50, or she'll be pissed. Uh, Joan Rivers, who uh, talks about her real opinion of Johnny Carson, who she went up against, her early days on Broadway with Barbara Streisand, and just so much more. It's a great, great conversation. I hope you enjoy it. Joan Rivers. I'm delighted to be here. Give me the date. <laughs> <laughs> I have been running with this stupid, uh, this stupid documentary. I don't know what day today. <laughs> we're going to talk. We're going to talk about that among other things. I, I, I heard you when you walked in. You were you were talking to your assistant. And said, "Well, she has a fitting at one o'clock." Now yeah, I, she's I think, getting married. I was going to say you see their wedding dress or dentures. Or which one? Is wedding dress. <laughs> wedding dress. Wedding dress. Who's getting married? And, She's getting married. She's very pretty, and she works for uh, the uh, IFC, which is, uh, uh, what do you call it? International D- Film D- Channel? Uh, yeah. Showing the documentary, or oh, yes. you know, whatever it's called. They, uh, they own the documentary. And she said, I-, I love you, I love you, I love you, but I am leaving at 1 o'clock today. I have a fitting of my wedding dress so out of the way, bitch. Yeah, you, <laughs> yeah, you, don't, you don't hold anybody back for that. You know, no, I, no, I don't know no. if you remember, but the last time we met, I interviewed you down in Miami Beach. And you, I think it was some of the chocolate festival at the Fountain Blue or something. And it could we, well be. <laughs> I'd do anything. I'm yeah. Right. Yeah. It was right after the gas station opening. And when we came over. You got it. And uh, we were at your room and you were very gracious. I was doing a radio show down in Miami at the time. And when we got done, you insisted that we take your floral arrangement off the table. The just huge floral arrangement in your suite up at the Fountain Blue because you said you didn't want the flowers to die. I'll never forget that. Yes, yes, because people do something really stupid. You're in town for a day, and they will send you the most gorgeous flowers for no reason. You know, you can't take them with you. You can't take them on the plane. Wait and get my home address and send them when I get home. And I kill things. So when people come in that I like, I say, Take the flowers. Right. Well, I was very gracious of you. They lasted a long time. Did you life. sell them? <laughs> yeah, in the lobby, in fact. Said, These are John See, Rivers there you flowers. go. There's a buck to be made here, Sonny. <laughs> anyway, you're doing so many things. Let's cover one thing at a time. First of all, coming up, you're going to do, I'm, I wish I were in New York. Joan's going to be at the Gramercy Theater for yeah. uh, two shows. Two shows. Now, this uh, this is, is co- uh, coincides with the uh, National Pride, Gay Pride Week up Gay in New York. Gay Pride, yeah. And I was thinking to myself, you know, uh, artists today, you know, Kathy Griffin, Joey Behar, Susie Essman, they have a huge gay following, but you had a huge gay following a long time ago. Yeah, uh, uh, well, because because uh, uh, I'm gay, because my father was gay. <laughs> I just make it up. Yeah, that's right. Why anybody who <laughs> you says, know, whoever I'm working for, I say that's where I am. <laughs> yeah. Well, anybody who says, "Can we talk?" I can guess the audience right there. Yeah, but, but you're gonna, it's going to be at the Gramercy. But tell them what you're going to do to the theater. This is special. Uh, I'm just going to perform. Why do they tell you I'm going to do something to the theater? Oh, well, you don't know. Well, I'll be telling no. you then. They're going to tra- no. they're going to transform it into a nightclub. They're going to have cabaret tables in the orchestra. Oh, for God's sake! They're going to have a full <laughs> bar and waiter service. You didn't know this? Oh, who cares? No. I bet the waiters won't wear shirts. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you right now. Well, so I, why do they just? Calm down, and everybody bring your own bottle and sit down and shut up. Do you think your husband cheats because you're married, too? Yeah, I know you hope not, but do you think? How long are you married? A couple of months. Oh, isn't that sweet? Let me see your ring. How'd you do? Not bad. You're not Jewish. You are. Oh. You're a Jew, and you took that shitty ring? Are you... 
this shit in four prongs. Oh my. Is your mother alive? And there's no excuse. Well, are you a pregnant? Oh, that's okay then. Then you're lucky you got married. Another tramp in front. You are pregnant? Don't you believe in contraceptives? You're a Jew who doesn't use contraceptives? Jews get orgasms in department stores. I, I, just the words charge it, charge it, they all start to shake. middle-aged Jews, charge it! Ah! <laughs> oh, well, I hope your husband doesn't cheat. See, I know, can we talk here, okay? I have no sex appeal, okay? Okay? Oh, oh, please. I have no sex appeal. My body is falling so goddamn fast. My gynecologist wears a hard hat. I have no idea. woman grab it while you can except, except some women can get older and they have sex appeal oh, Elizabeth Taylor oh. do, they do they love her the men still don't, don't you find her sexy oh yeah I, I think she's fat oh look oh look how quiet the room got okay she's not fat okay okay you don't think she's fat oh, I think she's fat I, I say this with love we're very close she's a pig oh oh sh this woman is fat. Oh, grow up. Her thighs are going condo. They, oh, yes. She wears, she wears stretch caftans. This woman, oh, This woman is, how bad is she? She has more chins than a Chinese phone book. Oh, sh This woman could moon Europe. Oh, please. This woman is fat. Mosquitoes see her and scream, Buffet! Oh, sh Her bumper sticker says, my other car's a refrigerator. Oh, ouch! She puts mayonnaise on an aspirin. This, oh, sh I, I think she's fat. She drinks Pepsi heavy. Oh, ouch! What do you want on your hamburger? She said a hot dog. They, oh, shh. Because I take her around a lot. I took her to McDonald's just to watch her eat and watch the numbers change. Oh! She's the only woman I know who can stand in front of a microwave oven and go, Our guest this week is the one and only Joan Rivers. Now, Joan, I saw a promotion for one of your appearances, and it said there are two shows. One was uh, the, the first show, and then the second show had a VIP ticket package. Now, what do you do? Like, take your clothes off? What goes on in the well, first no, show? What I do is I, I go home, go back inside, change my Depend, <laughs> and then... <laughs> 
By the way, and then I go out and I take a lot of pictures with people that don't know how to work their fucking cameras. Right. <laughs> now speaking of you know, people have these stupid cameras and nobody knows how to work them. And they go, well, did I press the right button? Did I get it? And you go, just buy a paper camera. It will work. A paper camera. <laughs> By the way, speaking of depends, I, I had the pleasure. We sat down. We've been taping. How'd you get so rich? Oh, I love I love that show. The first one, I think it was the first one of the second season, uh, Rabbit, uh, I'm sorry, uh, his name is Stuart Rarer. Yes, Stuart, Stuart for the people who haven't seen it yet, Stuart runs a pharmaceutical distribution company that services all the small drugstores, not the CVSs. He's a multi-billionaire. Yes, and one, billionaire. One of the portions of the show you were going to his warehouse, and you were gra- <laughs> with a cart, and Joan was grabbing the Depends. <laughs> Several well, packages, you know, as a matter of fact. <laughs> well, you know, when someone says to you, you have five minutes, here's a card, take anything you want <laughs> in my warehouse. <laughs> you go insane. Right. As a matter of fact, he's, he mentioned there his biggest seller was uh, Lipitor. And Joan's reaction was, I can get Lipitor at a discount? <laughs> <laughs> it's called uh, How'd You Get So Rich? It is great. If you remember the original show, uh, Lifestyles of the Rich and the Famous, picture that. With Joan, uh, with Joan uh, running around, for instance, when she was on this guy's lawn, he has a house with a 25-acre property. They're walking uh. across her lawn, which is hard for her to do in the first place because it's quite large. And she's her lines come out like, "You got more grass than Snoop Dogg has in his glove box," you know. So that's yeah. <laughs> that's the kind of show it is. I loved it. I love to go and see first-generation money and how they live, and they're enjoying it so much. Yeah. Second generation already gets tight because they didn't make it. Right. You know? yeah, and they get very cool yeah. about it. Well, I'd rather not talk about that. Yeah, that's a very good aspect of the show. These are the people that have been rich the first time. In fact, this guy you were talking to, I don't know what you thought, but with well, the gold <laughs> Elvis sunglasses, I don't know if he knows exactly how to spend his money yet. <laughs> but he made it from nothing. He made right. it from a family drugstore in Bed-Stuyvesant. And you go, go for you. Good for you. We had the other one that did the wee-wee pads. He was working in a pet store, oh, ripping right. up papers. Well, the so other- dogs would go to the bathroom on the papers, and they thought there's got to be a better way. Uh, the other <laughs> problem, one I saw was Mrs. Fields, the cookie lady. Miss- uh, Debbie Fields. She was a great-looking girl, and nobody believed that she had a great recipe because she was so hot-looking. Right. So she, as she says, I wore a low-cut dress, went to the bank. I showed her my cookies to get money for my cookies. <laughs> <laughs> and, and leave it to Joan to get a shameless plug-in. At the end of the segment, when uh, Mrs. Fields is cooking her cookies in her kitchen, Joan says, oh, let me make some cookies. So she opens the oven door, pulls out, and her cookies on jewelry, and she plugs her QVC of shirt. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk here? Let- You see, I think God divides. I think God divides. If he makes you gorgeous, he makes you stupid. And if he makes you rich, he makes you a bow-wow. I truly believe... Oh, yes. And most of us are in the middle. Oh, 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 yes, yes, yes. The most beautiful women in the world are always the dumbest. The most beautiful woman now in the whole world, Bo Derek. Oh, out to lunch as far as I'm concerned. Did you ever talk to her? <gasps> this woman is an idiot. She studies for her pap test. This one... Oh, yes, she's a... She lost out of charades to Ray Charles. This woman is a fool. <laughs> she took the Pepsi challenge. She chose Jif. This woman is an <laughs> She turned down the role of Helen Keller. She couldn't remember the lines. The woman is... <laughs> and the richer 
they get the ugly, the ugliest woman? That's her, the ugliest woman in the whole world, Christina Onassis. Oh, Earth, Earth, have you ever met her? Alpo City, have you ever met her? No wonder the Russian left her. He got the sight back in one eye. First time I met her, I thought she was wearing a fur coat. She was in a strapless dress. I couldn't believe it. She raised her arm, the Greek National Forest. I, I could not believe it. She and the other one, who's very rich, big, but, oh, Gloria Vanderbilt. Uh, oh, that puss on her. That pulled back face, it's like they gave her an enema with a vacuum cleaner. She, she's had a facelift, don't you think? And pulled too tight. Every time she crosses her leg, the mouth snaps open. And a mean bitch, you ever meet her? I asked for her autograph, she wrote it on my ass. Um, oh. <laughs> but big bucks, see, I'd go, I go for bucks. You're gonna get married, marry, that's, and don't bitch when you marry rich. You know who marries rich? Nurses and stewardesses. Oh, 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 listen to me. See, you don't read the Enquirer. There was an article on the National Enquirer. <laughs> nurses and so nurses marry rich because they wait for a rich guy in an oxygen tent. You're gonna marry me, you want your air cut off. I'm married. <laughs> And stewardesses get married because they don't wear underwear and the men go bananas. They're, oh, they're always getting a man a blanket and climbing up. Let me get you a blanket. Mm. <laughs> Sit by the window, you see the earth. Sit by the eye, you see the moon. Oh, shoot! <laughs> and that's what men, and then men love them. Oh, and are they bitchy to women? Can we talk about stewardesses here? Oh, are they bitchy to women? Oh, stewardess, my window's open. Not my aisle. Oh, oh yes. Were you a stewardess? Yes. Bitchy to women, what airline? TWA. TWA, the worst. They never leave the goddamn ground. You drive all the way to Chicago. for a bath and they gave me a styrofoam cup mock occupado. Oh, please. <laughs> You're the one, stewardess, where's my seat? Three inches below where it was last year. Oh, please. <laughs> this is the one that did it to me. Oh, oh orange and, and tramps and, and, and who is this? Friend. A friend you met on the airplane? <laughs> They're all tramps. This is a tramp on my left. They call it layover, it's over. It's so obvious, certainly. Never let your husband go with a steward. A steward, my husband's cold. He wasn't last night. Oh, they are so, they are so mean. I got sick on a plane. Stewardess, I need to throw a bag. Doesn't your dress have pockets? They are so And the men love them, because all they know, welcome aboard, welcome aboard. Wake them up in the middle of the night, what do you say? Welcome aboard, exactly. Joe Nivers is our guest this week. You know, among all the other things you do when the touring and everything, you got that uh, show on QVC where you sell your jewelry. Now, do you actually design all that jewelry? All of it. Really? All of it. You have no idea. I have a secret life, which they don't show in the documentary at all. They mention it once or twice. I spend a good two hours a day, at least, uh, every single day in the office doing the jewelry, worrying turquoise or <laughs> coral. I mean, you have no idea. You sit there and you go, should we make the jacket in green or in blue? And it's a big decision. Now, who? Are, what is this jewelry aimed at? Be honest with me. Is it the young set or is it the older ladies on the cruise ships or what is it? 
it's designed for, we find our QVC, because you do so much research, we're the largest fashion uh fashion design jewelry company on television now in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, our women are all, not all, but two-thirds are working women. So it's for teachers, and mm-hmm. it's for judges, and it's for uh, a lot of nurses, uh, people that work and can't get to a store but want to look good mm-hmm. well, and a, have a fashion sense. It's a, a little more sub- subdued then. It's not really gaudy Yeah, I tr- Well, I do it. For someone that wants to look great, but you don't want to look like uh, Lady Gaga. <laughs> do you wear? You know, you want to look like Lady Gaga's rich aunt. Do you do you uh, wear your own jewelry when you walk? Only, around? only, only. If I designed it, of course I would wear it. Well, uh, you. Uh, well, I was looking up some facts of you because all I know, I, I love your album. Can we talk? I wore out. I mean, it was oh, so sweet. absolutely brilliant. And uh, when I was looking at some of the other things you've done in the past, because I wasn't familiar with everything you've done, you've been around longer than I thought, first of all. Oh, <laughs> but you Moses actually, just took me to my sweet 16. Yeah, you were back on Broadway in the 50s. It says here you played a lesbian, obvious Not Barbara in the 50s, Streisand. in the 60s. Yeah, in the 60s. You played a lesbian ob- opposite Barbara Streisand. Yeah, in the 60s, a play called Driftwood. And it was her first thing and my first thing off Broadway. Now, did off, you, off, 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 off. Oh, way off, right. <laughs> Cleveland. <laughs> Cleveland. <laughs> it was six flights up in an old tenement house. Now, and, did, uh, did you do research for the lesbian part? I mean, you know. I got it because it was such a bad play. No, they really? couldn't get a male. So I said to the guy, why not use a girl and we could be lesbians? And that's how I became Babs' lesbian lover. Really? And she still had all the A's in her name. She was B-A-R-B-A-R-A then. Oh, really? And I was still John Malinsky. And to this day, we meet. And she'll say to me, hello, John Malinsky. And I always say, hello, Barbara, with all the A's. Uh, do, you, do you keep in touch with me? 40 here? years. Do you see her much? This. Uh, when she wants to see me. No. Oh. <laughs> She's the white Oprah. You know, when you get your call, you go. Uh-huh. Now, let's talk about this motion picture. It, it's called Joe Rivers, A Piece of Work. And it's uh-huh. it was a documentary that came to me to do, thinking they'd sell it to television. Right. And it just took off. They took it to Sundance and won every... We're, we're uncensored, right? Yeah. yeah. Why oh, yeah. every fucking award? <laughs> People were standing up. Uh, Robert Redford was being tossed in the air in a blanket. I mean, you have no idea what's going on. <laughs> now, did they follow and you around with cameras? Or was it like a day in the life or what? They followed me for, for 14 months. Wow. Followed everything. Wow. And the deal was uh, they had total access. I told them that. you can. Once I agreed to it, I said, you got access. That's it. And then they picked, and they are very... Smart documentary. A girl named uh, Ricky Stern. Smart, smart, smart. And Annie Sonnenberg is her partner. And um, they just did a great... This, we're getting raves. Really? Not good reviews. And I'm shocked. You know, in this business, when you... We thought, eh, we'll do okay. Rave. I mean, must see, says Esquire magazine. Really? Uh, <laughs> a Rolling Stone. One of the uh, summer's best. Uh, Esquire. Top six this summer. I 
Unbelievable. Now, that's Unbelievable. Not, it's be, could you have some gimmicks thrown in, like those old horror movies where you have a nurse in the lobby in case you could be over, you're overwhelmed yeah, by the film? Yeah, there's a little porn in it. I drew a little porn. Now, let me, let me clarify something. You said I have they, a dead uncle, so he was good. <laughs> they followed you around for months, but does it include vintage footage, too, from your career? Uh, it includes everything. They went back. They found Carson saying to me, on camera, you're going to be a star. Well, then you a piece get, I could never find. Then you get to see the uh, changes in your appearance over the years. Yeah, oh, you totally see the change, but it's much more than that. It's uh, I think why people love it. It's because it's so what show business really is about, mm-hmm. and it's such a look backstage, and it's also a look of surviving. I'm so sick of people. Oh, I lost my job. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, shut up and get a job. Now I remember, Joan, when you became officially became. The uh, permanent co-host on the Tonight Show when Johnny Carson took vacation, and the rumors, of course, you can't believe what you read. But when you went to get, do your own talk show, he was really upset that you know you upset. To... Son of a bitch, never talk to me again. Is you rotten hell? Really? <laughs> well, he's either <laughs> one or the nice. other. He's already dead, so he's rotting. Well, somewhere. then he should die again. <laughs> go right to hell. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tend not to forgive. <laughs> well, so he was really a prick about it, huh? Yeah, very bad. Wow. Uh, but, but again, it's a tough business, and it's a business where um, it's a business. And when I went up against him in my own show, that was a direct competition to him, and he was going to smash it down. Mm-hmm. And indeed he did. Well, when you're interviewing people, though, you've seen the type of person who just can't resist a good line. Did you have to really restrain yourself and let the other people talk? Was that difficult for you? Wait, I don't, I don't, explain what you mean. Okay, what I mean is when you're talking. That was I mean, a very sloppy question. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it, it couldn't was. be me because I know I'm still so sharp. When, I said that already. <laughs> when, you're, when you're interviewing people as a host yeah. on The Tonight Show. You're the kind of person that just loves to grab the opportunity to say something, do a wise guy yeah. line. Was it difficult yeah. for you to shut up and let the other people talk? But you know, truly, Sonny, uh, once you're the host, the point is you have a guest and you want that guest to shine. Right. So it, I love being a host because if you get a good guest, you just sit back and you let them go. Uh-huh. And that's the wonderful thing about having your own show. You get somebody good on a show, you could sit there and smoke a cigarette and drink a glass of wine and let them do all the work. Right. That's, that's... So I, I don't tend to uh, put people down. Now, when I do the fashion reviews on, on <laughs> E, that's different because my job is to talk about the clothing and what I thought of the clothing. I, I think the E show is your your best vehicle. It gives you the most opportunities, don't you think? It's so much fun. <laughs> you know, and it's so great. Because you see somebody walking and you know she had a straight designer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you just got Now, Jeffrey, you know, Jeffrey Ross, are you familiar with Jeffrey? Do you know him? Yes, I like Jeffrey very much. He's the uh, roast master at the Friars. He was on the show a couple of weeks ago. And he says, Joan is so old, she's her own influence. <laughs> yes, that's hilarious. <laughs> Is he still gay? <laughs> he's still looking for work, I know that. Now, uh, no, I think he's very clever, very funny. Yeah, yeah you played Carnegie Hall. Now, the old question yeah. is, how do you get to Carnegie Hall? Yeah, practice, practice, practice. Right. I played Carnegie Hall a couple of times. Certain things in my life as a New York girl were very meaningful. I played Carnegie Hall. I've been on Broadway with my name above the title three times. Mm-hmm. I used to come out of the subway with my mother and think, I want to be here. On Broadway. Really? Uh, I played Radio City. Uh, there's certain things, as a New Yorker, you go, this is very nice. 
Did you use the Rockettes when you were at Radio City or no? Yes, I did. Really? I thought you would, right. <laughs> a little slutty. How did you work that into the routine? Or where did it come? You just have them dance across. You come out last. <laughs> <laughs> oh, an entrance. Okay. That's the biggest disappointment. Kick, 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 kick. And Joan. <laughs> Who is this you with? Boyfriend. A boyfriend. You get a ring? You get engaged? Get engaged. Get a ring. Get married. How old are you? 29. Tw- tw- how old's your name? Lachelle, get married, goddammit. 29 is time. How old were you when you got married? 26. So no chicken either, yeah. <laughs> oh, grow up. I was 28. Was I glad to get married? <gasps> when you look back what you were dating, that's why I don't get discouraged with him. When you look back... <laughs> oh, the, the men I dated for a while... I was dating... Can we talk here? I was dating for a while. I was dating a transvestite. And my mother said, marry him, you'll double your wardrobe. Oh, oh you don't know. That, I was dating a proctologist with a sense of humor. Did you ever date a proctologist? Oh, you go out, you have drinks, you go bottoms up. It, it was, I never wanted to shake his hand. Forget it, just wave goodnight. That, that. Oh, God. That, I was dating a football player. They are so, did you ever date a football player? They are so stupid. <gasps> We'd get into an elevator. How stupid are they? Thank you for asking. <laughs> We'd get into an elevator. He'd press the buttons. He would look for gum. The elevator was a fool. He once were in an apartment store. He saw a sign that said wet floor. He did. Oh, you don't know. The man could not count to 21 unless he was naked. The, it, it, I'll wait. He was an idiot. He went for a hemorrhoid examination. They found a brain tumor. The man was a... But he was a man, and that's all that counts for a man, that he's alive and walking. That's why every woman in this room, work on yourselves. See, I learned these lessons late. Because I, I was 28 before I got married. How old are you? 28, yeah, but it's a different time. My mother had to sign up last girl before freeway. Oh, God. How old were you, Olivia, when you got married? The first time you got married? 19, crazy, too young, yeah, yeah. I got married because I got scared. Because I got out of college, I was a bridesmaid. My day, everybody got married with bridesmaids. I got out of college, I was a bridesmaid in one year, nine times. Do you know what it's like to own nine bridesmaids dresses? <laughs> to be home on a lonely Saturday night and open your closet and there are nine three-quarter sleeve, V-neck, acetate, ballerina lane, Kelly Green dresses. <laughs> Which the bride always says you can wear again. Remember those lies? It's only $150, Joan. You can wear the dress again. Where? Where can I wear a V-neck, three-quarter sleeve, acetate, ballerina lane, Kelly Green dress? Where? How many Puerto Rican proms do you go to? Where? Oh. Was I thrilled to get married? Oh, and I'm married now 16 years. I'm happy. I'm not happy. I'm happy. Happy's when you first get married. Remember, you run around, you play games. Catch me, catch me. <laughs> now we play catch me, catch me, but we walk. It's a different attitude. <laughs> catch me, catch me. Can I catch you tomorrow? Can... <laughs> the hell, I'll know in advance. I'll shave my legs. And... <laughs> 94, Joan. You, uh, oh, uh, Joan Rivers, by the way, is our guest. I'm 94, yeah. No, no, in, in, in 94. Oh, I thought you meant my age. <laughs> <laughs> you wrote and starred in Sally Marr and her escorts. I wanted to yes. ask you, not only writing it, starring in it, and you know the grind of Broadway. How many shows a week? Oh, it's so easy. Really? Sunny. I, thought, I get so bored. Oh, I have to do... 
eight shows a week. I'm exhausted. I got to get to the theater by seven and be on stage at eight. And it's <laughs> over ten. Oh, where are my pills? Try doing Vegas two shows a night. Right. Try. Oh, for God's sakes. Try doing a, a, a daily show where you've got to get five guests in there and know what to say to all of them. I mean, it's a joke. Broadway is so much fun and not hard at all. Really? You don't uh, mind uh, sticking to the script over and over again? I love sticking to the script. Really? If the audience loves it, aren't don't they love you? And if the audience don't love it, you go, ha, asshole writer. <laughs> <laughs> not my fault. Now, among the many things Joan Rivers has done over the years is direct motion pictures. She did rabbit tests with Billy... Uh, Crystal. Which? Yeah. Wait a second. Okay, I'm talking. Hold it. I, I'm you a good time to what talk. Year? Okay. What year? What year? Oh, I didn't write I that down. I think 74. Yeah. And they took us apart. We were before Aeroplane and we were before Animal House. They just didn't get that kind of humor. Right. Took us apart. They just showed it at BAM, the Brooklyn Musical uh, Academy of Music. We got a rave. Really? <laughs> so I called the guy. I wrote it with Jay Reddick. I said, guess what? We got our first good review <laughs> 34 <laughs> years later. That's amazing. But I wanted to ask you, though, was it a grind? Was directing a movie all you thought, or was it too much, or what? I didn't like directing. Right. I didn't like directing. I had no eye for the camera. I, I didn't like it uh, at all. And I get very... Um, you want to say to actors, no, say it this way. And that's not a good director. A good director lets it come out of the actor. Right. <laughs> I imagine the uh, directors have to use analogies a lot, right? Oh, and, you know, directors have to say, uh, Sonny, that was wonderful what you did there, but um, <laughs> don't cry, you asshole, because you're supposed to be happy. You know, they're, they're always like, very nice, Sonny, uh, that was brilliant today, but... Uh, could you do it tomorrow without the Swedish accent? Right. I, so I would say, like, Sonny! <laughs> but you also... Don't do it that way! <laughs> you, you, you write stuff. The TV movie that I remember, The Girl Most Likely, because yeah. Stalker, Stalker Channing was in it, and I got a crush on her. Yeah, she's great. Oh. Great. We still see each other. Do you really? What's she doing yeah, now? She doesn't talk to me, but I see her. <laughs> in the street. She walks right past me. See her all the time. Hi, Stalker. Where are you going? <laughs> Sex appeal. If my husband did not toss and turn in his sleep, we never would have had the kid. And, oh, yes. I had a very bad birth. Jeff, easy births or hard births? Easy, you're very lucky, yeah. Uh, thank you for asking. She's very good now, my kids. Well, what I went through with my child giving birth. I was in labor 108 days. Oh, oh yes. Yes, 108 days. And I scream. Let me tell you something. Every woman in this room, if you have a child and you don't, yeah, you're a fool. It's your one chance to be noticed. Don't be brave. When I was having my kid, ah! And that was just during conception. Oh, shit! Let me tell you, and like you said, you had an easy birth. Never tell your child that. Because then it will grow up normal, it will leave you. Make your kid feel guilty. Oh, my daughter is 14 years old. To this day, I wake her up in the middle of the night. Melissa, you rip me to shreds. Go back to sleep. Sure. And I had an easy birth, too. I was walking down Fifth Avenue. I went, mm, look who's here in a leash. I'll call you Spot. Hey, oh. No, but I... I went through my pregnancy. Oh, I was so big when my water broke, my dog drowned. And I was <laughs> And my dog lived in Jersey. And I was no, I, 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 
and I, 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 took a, I took a picture of that. Did you take home movies of your kid being born? Did you have natural childbirth? You had, why? Do you have natural dentistry, natural chiropathy? Oh, I had a Jewish delivery. They knock you out with the first pain. They wake up when the hairdresser shows. I'm gonna shh. They all have, they all, do, they all have um, a natural child. That and they take home movies of the kid being born. Ugh. Oh, do you want to see that? They invite you over. You want to see home movies of the kid being born? If you're going to show me home movies of your kid, I don't want to see him being born. I want to see it being conceived. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> sure. And you, do you go to their houses? And you go to their, and they, they, you sit there and they run the film. Here comes the kid, have an hors d'oeuvre. I said, I don't want to see this. Run that film backwards. Let's see that kid disappear. I don't want to see this. My guest this week is the legendary Joan Rivers. I'm Sonny Fox. Now, I got a question. You've been around for a while, so did you ever get a chance to meet Lenny Bruce? Not only did I meet Lenny Bruce, I... Had uh, sex with him. Oh, don't I wish. <laughs> My fantasy was he would straighten up, we'd go to the rabbi and get married because he was Jewish. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I was starting out with, when Lenny Bruce was at his height, and we all were in the village. I was there when they, they, they arrested him. Or when they, really? I was there through the whole Lenny Bruce thing. That was when I was just beginning. And he came to see me one night when I was bombing, and he sent me a note, you're right, they're wrong. Beautiful. You remember those things. Really? I guess so. What yeah. is your favorite uh, Lenny Bruce routine about? Uh, at the Palladium, the, the comic, the American comic that comes to the Palladium and thinks he's really going to do well, and the guy ahead of him has the audience sobbing. <laughs> <laughs> and it's called the Palladium. It's You listen to it and you go, oh my God, no one, and then maybe a little Sam Kinison right. with the two greats, and Richard Pryor. I was going to say. And uh, Chris Rock. That was the question I was going to ask you towards the end. What uh, comic today would you pay money to see? Uh, Chris Rock. Really? Chris Rock, I think, is just great. Uh, Sarah Silverman, wow, wow, wow. Uh, Kathy Griffin just knocks my socks off. She does two and a half hours. I mean, you just go, my Lord in heaven, this girl is just amazing. What do you think there, of... There's uh, some very good comics. What do you think of Maria Bamford? I haven't seen her. Is she wonderful? Oh, well, she's absolutely unique. If you get a chance, go see her. She's... She's one of a kind. <laughs> you okay. Know. Joan yeah. Rivers, you are a classic. A pleasure to you have to go see this new girl. Okay. Let's hope she's not so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Joan. A pleasure. Thank you. Joan Rivers, my guest this week on the Foxcast. Hope you enjoyed it. Tell your friends if you liked it. And I'll be back next week with another surprise. Okay? I'm Sonny Fox. Thanks for listening.